story of the life of Jesus Christ according to the Gospel of Mark, Mark chapter 10. After then, Jesus arose and went to the coast of Judea by the farther side of Jordan, and there great crowds followed him, and Jesus taught them all. Then a Pharisee came and tempted Jesus, asking him, Is it lawful for a man to put away his wife? Jesus answered, What does the law say? He said, According to the law, Moses said you can give her a bill of divorcement. And Jesus answered, Moses said this because of the hardness of your heart. But from the beginning, it wasn't so. For in the beginning, God made them man and woman. For the word of God said, There shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall be joined with his wife, and they too shall become one flesh. For whatsoever God has joined together, let not any man pull asunder. And in the house, his disciples asked him what he meant by that saying. And Jesus told them that whosoever shall put away his wife and marry another woman committed adultery against his wife. And likewise, whosoever shall leave her husband and marry another man commits adultery against her husband. And they brought little children to Jesus that he might touch them. But his disciples said to those who brought the children that the master was busy and wouldn't have time for them. But Jesus was displeased with his disciples and said, unto them, Suffer not the little children to come unto me, for as such belongs the kingdom of God. Then he said, Anyone that doesn't receive the kingdom of God as a little child shall not enter into it. Then Jesus put his hand on the children and blessed them. Then they went forth their way, and a man came running towards them, and knelt before Jesus and said, Good master, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Then Jesus answered and said, Why callest thou me good? For no one is good except God. Then Jesus said, told him, Thou knowest the commandment, Thou shalt honor thy father and mother, Thou shalt not bear false witness, Thou shalt not steal, Thou shalt not defraud. And the man answered, Lord, I have observed all this for my youth. Then Jesus looked, and, Jesus looked at him and loved him, and said unto him, Thou lackest one thing. Go, sell all your possession, and give to the poor. Then you shall have treasure in heaven. Then take up your cross and follow me. And the man's countenance dropped, for he had so much possessions. And Jesus said to his disciples, How hard it is for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. Then the disciples were amazed at the saying. He said unto them, Children, how hard it is for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to enter into a needle's hole. And then his disciples became even more amazed and said amongst themselves, Who then can be saved? And Jesus looked upon them and said, With man it is impossible. With God, it is possible. All things are possible. And Peter said, Lord, we have left all and followed you. And Jesus said, Verily I say unto you, No man who has left house, father, mother, or children for my sake and for the gospel's sake, but he shall receive an hundred now in time, house, brethren, and sisters, and brothers, and 
children lands and in this world to come eternal life he then said many there be first that shall become last and the last shall become first then jesus went up to jerusalem and he was ahead of them while they followed him behind and we amazed and afraid and he called the twelve unto him and said the son of man will be handed over to the scribes and pharisees and they will scourge him and spit on him and eventually kill him but on the third day he will rise again then they went through the borders of jericho and great crowds followed him and there was a man named Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, who was blind and was begging. He had heard that Jesus was passing by, and he cried out with a loud voice and said, Jesus, that son of David, have mercy on me. And the people around him told him to be quiet, for he cried out even louder and said, Jesus. And Jesus stood still and commanded that he be brought unto him. And the people went unto him and said to him, Be of good cheer, for he called thee. And they brought him unto Jesus. And Jesus asked him what he wanted him to do for him. And he answered that he wanted to receive his sight. And Jesus told him, His faith has made him old, that he should receive his sight. And he received his sight and followed Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to your book scripture. Yeah. You can go through it in your own time. It's Mark chapter 10. I'll just go through the lessons I've learned from the above scripture. The first lesson is Jesus is so full of wisdom and he knows how to answer the Pharisees' manipulative question. Now, it's so obvious from the question the Pharisee asked Jesus because I believe you only ask questions when you don't know the answer or you don't know you have no idea of what the answer might be but in this case the Pharisee because they've got their motive is not right they are looking for ways to topple Jesus to to, to um, make him look make him look should I in quotes I don't want to use an insulting word, but just not make him look unsure of himself or what he's saying. You want to make a fool of him, let me put it that way. But you can imagine the question is, is it now? This is what is written in their law, and they're asking why because they just wanted to pick words from now. But Jesus is wisdom himself, he knows how the right word to say at time, he knows the right way to answer any manipulative questions kind of so it's also when we are being faced with such kind of attack from people let's always remember to ask god for wisdom because it says that we don't have an eye priest who is not touched by our face of infirmity for he himself has once been tempted so jesus knows how it feels like so whatever it is let's don't uh, don't we shouldn't feel it's insignificant to take it to Jesus in prayer. There's a song that says, What a friend we have in Jesus. What's need to bear? What a privilege to carry. If 
everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. When it will not carry a everything to God in prayer. So when we are being faced with such attack, criticism, or any sort of manipulative question in order to make us feel look stupid or make you know, let's let's hand it over to Jesus. He knows. He says when we open our mouth, we feel it. He knows we put the right word in our mouth in order to answer, give the right answer back to to those manipulative um, people. So the second lesson I've learned here is God doesn't like divorce. Yes, I know there are lots going on in marriages now. So it's, it's good we pray for our marriage and have Christian homes. I pray that the Lord will keep us, uphold us, and bind us with love that can be broken in Jesus' name. God doesn't like divorce. Divorcement is was only a permission. It was only a permissive will because of the hardness of people's hearts. It was only a permissive will. So I, I pray the Lord to help us, uh, help our marriages in Jesus' name. Amen. The third lesson I've learned here, Jesus desires us to lay up treasure in heaven by giving to the poor. Now, let's not forget uh, the resources in which God has blessed us with. He wants us to be good stewards with those resources. And a way in which you can be a good steward with our resources is by giving to the poor, giving to the needy. Or any any into the kingdom, can the kingdom work? It's towards the kingdom work. Missionaries, they are missionaries on the field. People who are sick in the hospital, they don't have money to pay for the hospital bills. People are hungry. So as God might lay it in your heart to go and bless someone who is in need. So you might be the answer to that person's prayer that God we, we, we used to answer the person's prayer. So I pray that we yield ourselves to God's leading and instruction and obedience, even as we obey promptly in Jesus' name. Amen. The fourth lesson I've learned here is Jesus wants us to carry our cross daily and follow him. Like the man that went to meet Jesus and asked him, what must he do to inherit eternal life? Now, Jesus told him everything. What does the Lord say? He said he has observed everything. But Jesus looked at him, loved him, even loved him. Because right from his being a youth, he's observed everything. He's good, fantastic. He said, but there's one thing you lack. He said, go and sell all you have, give it to the poor and follow me. Now, I don't think Jesus really meant that's what the literal words that's what he meant for the man. But it's just that can we give that now eternal life doesn't have to do with our workings, what we do, how we do, you understand, what we do in order to get is more it's not an exchange, it's not trade by butter. The work Jesus requires us to do here is to believe. We can I think Jesus was just trying to pass a message across to the man that you can't earn eternal life by your work. 
You can only get eternal life by your belief, your trust in me, your faith. So it's 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 beyond our it's beyond our capacity. We can't do it because the first question Jesus asked him was, "What does the Lord say? Honor your father and mother. Don't steal. Don't kill. Don't do this." And he said, "I have observed everything." And it was to him, he's done his own part. It's sufficient. But there's one thing you lack. So yes, we can't we can't get eternal life by the works of our hands. So what we do, the laws we keep with laws we don't keep and all that. No. It's by faith in Jesus. I think that was what Jesus was trying to tell you. Like, you can't do it alone. Just trust me and believe me. Pray that we will trust in Jesus daily and believe him and also carry our cross daily and follow him in Jesus' name. Amen. The fifth lesson I've learned here is Jesus loves little children and wants us to love them too. He he doesn't want us to discourage them from coming to him. Now, these little children here might signify someone who is new in church, for instance, or just giving his life to Jesus. As they come daily, let's encourage them in every way. They can also be little children, as in our children or siblings or friends or anything. So let's let's encourage them to come to Jesus. Let's not discourage them because Jesus is not happy about that. So the sixth lesson I've learned is when Jesus teaches the public or crowds, he also reveals to his disciples the meaning of what he had said. Jesus also expects us to ask questions about his words. For instance, Jesus' disciples, when Jesus is the open, he speaks to everyone openly. But because his disciples are close to him, they've got a privilege of asking further questions, anything that they don't really understand or that's not clear. So that's why it's very important for us to walk with Jesus, to carry our cause daily and follow Jesus. It's very important for us to carry our cause daily and follow Jesus because as we do, it begins, it will begin to reveal deep and secret things about our lives, about the word of God, about even the future to us and give us the capacity in, to handle them the way is expected. In Jesus' name, Amen. Now, the seventh lesson I've learned here is Jesus wants us to cry to him for mercy when we are in distress and he will save us. Now, this can be this can be retreated from the story of the blind Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus. When he was crying out to Jesus for mercy, he heard. He was blind, but his 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 hearing aid was his, his hearing was very good. He could hear that Jesus was passing by, and decided to use his voice. So there's always something we can use in order to 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 show that we trust in Jesus. So Jesus can save us. And he cried out, even despite people around him telling him to keep quiet. Jesus is not here for people like him. But he even cried out the more. In a way, I see this in form of prayer. What is it that we have been praying for? We have been trusting God for. We have been praying for, and it's as if we are not getting results. It's as if God, it looks as if God is being quiet and like, don't, we shouldn't stop praying. We should continue praying. Continue, continue praying. Because Jesus is passing by and he will stop and call on us and ask us, okay, what do you need? Just the way he asked the blind Bartimaeus and the man said that I want to receive my sight. And Jesus told him his feet has made him old and received his sight. 
now let's keep trusting in jesus let's keep praying what i see in this um man's story is prayer what is it you are praying to god for let's keep praying let's keep praying until we get the result until we see the desired outcome let's keep praying another example of prayer is also daniel when daniel prayed to god about the vision he had received and he was praying and, and i think after is it after three months or so i can't remember no 90 days yeah and the, the, uh, the an angel came to him and greeted him Daniel, well, well beloved of the, of God, that he said, since he, when he started praying, that God had sent answers to those prayers, but the prince of of Persia also had blocked the and was worrying with the angel that was to bring the answers of prayer to him. So if Daniel, imagine if Daniel had stopped on day two or day three. Or week one or week two or week three he wouldn't have got the answer but he prevailed in prayer till he saw the answer to those prayers so let's be encouraged let's don't stop praying let's keep praying what is that thing you have been asking god for and you is like you're not seeing the result now don't stop praying just keep praying let's keep praying and as known as we pray jesus is passing by and he will answer us and grant our heart desires in jesus name Amen. Thank you and God bless you for listening.